Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hi, this is Stephanie Megan. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Because therapy is too expensive. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. I'm waiting until my boyfriend goes to bed. I don't know why I only feel like I want to do this when he's asleep and like no one's hearing me in the house. Okay, he's not asleep, but we're just going to get started because it's already like 1030 at night. Hi, guys. It's me, Stephanie Megan, your host of Broco Therapy. And guess what? Nobody's here. We are doing a solo pod. And this is even more solo than the usual solo pods because I'm not calling anybody and as much as I want to like call everyone for this episode I literally left my like uh mixer that has like my bluetooth and all the equipment for me to like do those phone calls back in LA and so I can't do it I don't even have like my own equipment like I literally I'm using my boyfriend's microphone like I left all of my equipment in LA So, which leads me to what this episode is about. I did move to Oakland. If you guys listened to the episode that I um, had with my boyfriend called The Next Step in Our Relationship, we talked about moving in together. And at that time, first off, so much has changed since then. So bear with me as I like try to remember what I haven't told you guys. So... At that time, we, you know, we're talking about moving in together and it was definitely going to be outside of L.A. And the first step was going to be me moving to Oakland. And then we were going to live in this city that he didn't want to mention yet, um, which some people got the clues and found out that we were talking about Atlanta. Um, And I think I mentioned it in another episode. Anyways, so we were, you know, the plan was to move to Atlanta. Um, I visited Atlanta for my birthday. And don't get me wrong, I loved the city. There's still so much more about the city that I want to see. But when I was there, like, I just had this, like, this inkling that was like, don't move yet. Either not yet or don't move here. Either way, it was just telling me that I shouldn't do it, even though I was really kind of set on the idea of that. And shit, my boyfriend was really excited, but he's also just like really open. It's really kind of all up to me at this point. But he he really loved the idea, but I just had this kind of like hunch, you know, that I shouldn't. And it wasn't because I didn't like the city or I didn't have a good time. It had nothing to do with that. It was just, you know, when you have that gut feeling 
that is so powerful. Like you really got to listen to those like gut feelings. But I did for sure want to move in with him. So we ended up just deciding that I'm going to move to Oakland and really just honestly like one step at a time. Like I think moving twice in one year is just way too fucking much. It's way too much. And obviously it's like we're moving, but also like we're moving it together for the first time. So I just felt like it was too much pressure to put on our relationship to like make those massive changes in such a short period of time. So it's really like one of the biggest reasons. And also just like I think so much has like changed for me in the past like six months. Not with my relationship. My relationship is like super happy like I definitely have no like regrets moving it together, but I think it was more so I I was very unsure where like my career was going. So we're about to get real vulnerable. Let's just get into it. So so if I like ramble and I'm getting kind of tipsy, so I just feel like I am just all over the place sometimes. Let me just pour myself a little bit more. I want y'all to drink with me too. Like do, when you guys listen to the show, like are you drinking rosé too? Are you drinking coffee? What are, like what are you drinking or are you eating with us? Because I eat on the show a lot. Like, I wonder what, like, are you guys, like, having a meal with us? Are you driving? Are you drinking? Maybe not drinking and driving, one or the other. So, yeah. So, we decided, okay, let's put Atlanta on hold for a second because I just feel like it's going to be too much. And my, I think the biggest thing for me last year was that there was so much on my plate And I even think even before last year, I just think my whole life, I always put so much on my plate and I get so burnt out and so overwhelmed that it really affects me mentally. And I also don't feel like I accomplish as much as I want to because I already just put such like high expectations on myself and just overwhelmed myself without like giving myself a break or a moment. And so... You know, it's beginning of the year. I'm thinking like, okay, I'm I'm falling into that habit of again of being like impulsive and wanting to just do so much. Like I need to really be mindful of my time. Like I think that's the biggest thing that I've been missing for years. It's just like doing things with intention. When you have and you put so much on your plate and you're you don't have all the resources <laughs> to do it all, like that it, it fucks with you, you know? So and I'm I'm a dreamer and I and I don't want to like let that go, but I also have to like allow myself to have a break and to give myself some grace, which is my boyfriend's last name, Brian Grace. So Stephanie Grace. <laughs> um we're not engaged or married. But um <laughs> anyways. Okay, so let's circle back. So we know now that I'm not going to Atlanta. I'm taking my time. I'm here in Oakland with him. I want to circle back to to end of last year when I lost my job. Because I think me getting fired from my last job really changed the course of everything, including my relationship, where I'm living, what I do for work, literally everything. I got let go of my job, which was a nine to five. And I, to be honest... That job was the reason why I realized I had ADHD and it was a very toxic work environment. And if you have ADHD, you know that it's obviously very difficult to prioritize and to multi to do a lot of things like we really need structure. We really need space to kind of 
I don't know. We're just we're just disorganized. So it's it's really difficult. So this type of job that I was doing really required me to be very type A and be very like on top of things and just wasn't in my personality. And it wasn't until I had that job that it made me realize like that's not I'm not meant to do that type of shit. And that is why I get fired from every single job is because the jobs that I'm going for, even though it's in a very creative field, requires a lot of being really great with detail. And that obviously ADHD is something I really struggled with. And it's it's in positions where I'm being constantly micromanaged and it's very high strong, very high pressure. And I don't do well with authority. Um, I don't do well when I'm being micromanaged. So I <laughs> get fired. And, you know, obviously immediately at that time, I'm thinking like, okay, I got to find another job. And what does that look like? And it was really tough because let's be real, you guys. Brocal therapy is my job. <laughs> and I obviously am able to monitor. I make money from this. Um, I'm going to be honestly fucking real. Like, like no, I'm just going to fucking rip the Band-Aid off. Just be fucking vulnerable with you guys. So I do, you know, I obviously make money from this. But it wasn't enough to be able to, to feel as comfortable as I would like to be. And that's scary. There, there's, there is this kind of security and the safety of having this conventional job that has that promising paycheck every other week or at a certain time of the month. Like there, there's some security in that. I mean, that's why a lot of us gravitate towards jobs like that. But if you're like me, where I don't do well in a job where I'm making somebody else's dreams come true. You know what I mean? Like where I'm an employee for somebody, um, where I have like a supervisor, like I don't do well. Like if, if, if I do have those cases, like it has to be somebody who's very understanding and is very like, uh, open and flexible and, you know, like just gets it. But of course there's a lot of people these days who just preach that they care about, mental health and diversity and inclusion, but actually don't practice it in the workplace. I said what I said. <laughs> um, and so, so I just, I, I didn't, and this is not, I'm not even just like putting one company under the bus. Like there are several companies that are like this, that really try to preach this, this like progression and this mindset that they care about the work-life balance and their employees and they don't give a fuck because when it actually comes down to what you see beyond the curtain you're like oh no you treat people like shit you exploit people that's what i'm saying i can't work for people like that shout out to claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples y'all know claritin is literally the most on brand sponsorship that i could get there's been so many times that people have commented on an episode and been like, girl, blow your nose a little bit. Like you sound real stuffy, are you good? And all I needed was a Claritin to help treat my allergies. Especially right now when it's springtime, the flowers are blooming, pollen is in the air. Best believe I have my Claritin in my pocket. And I love her. I love my Claritin D because she helps me survive through this allergy season. And honestly, just helps me survive in general because y'all know I just have allergies all the time. <laughs> 
So if you guys are suffering with allergies, I would honestly suggest coming from the allergy queen myself to go and get yourself some Claritin D. Don't make yourself suffer, especially during allergy season. So go get yours, boo. Luckily, for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. You know, like I've been doing the show since 2016 and I wasn't making money at first. Now I am. And although it's not the amount that is like the most comfortable to live in, you know, I decided as I was like applying for jobs and interviewing for jobs, I was like, I actually don't want to go into that same cycle again. Because for the last like four years, I feel like I got into a job. It doesn't work out. I get fired. And then I'm like going back into finding another job. At the end of the day, all we really, what we really know is that I want Brokaw Therapy to be my job. But because I'm spending so much time and my energy into my plan B, I've neglected my plan A. So how I kind of break it down is, <laughs> this is what makes sense to me. I think since y'all listen to Brokaw Therapy, this probably makes sense to you. It's like when you got this main chick here, which is Brokaw Therapy, that's like, yo, I love you. I'll take care of you. Like we can build. Yes, I'm not there yet, but like I got you. Like, I, like we could be amazing together, but we got to build because great things take time. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm just not ready. I don't know. I just want something that just like, I need the benefits now. I need the benefits now. I need to feel good now. So I go to my side chick. I go to my side chick as I'm dating my main chick behind her back but then I'm giving too much time attention to my side chick because my side chick's like no I want more from you like I want something serious like I want something more long term and I'm like okay yeah I because I, you know because they are giving me the benefits I kind of play along with that but then I end up falling flat on my face because I'm not like I got my main chick that I care more about so what I'm saying is why are you trying to focus on your side chicks when your main chick is the one that got you, like no matter what. Once I realized that, 
it just made so much sense. And I get it because you have to pay your bills. You have to like get by. LA is really expensive. You have to eat and all these things. But I was focusing on like I should have done jobs that didn't require me so much because the jobs that I was going for like literally wanted me to like eat, breathe, sleep, die for them. And I just wasn't willing to do that. So that's why. So fast forward. Once I realized that, which was probably around like the time I went to Atlanta, actually, because if I went to Atlanta financially, I would have had to get like a nine to five. again. I have to go into that loop again of a nine to five. And I, I think that's what made me really realize, like, actually, I, I don't want to do that again. So anyways, shout out to my boss, Brad. I work, you know, I do some editing and I am working part time with him, but I'm also like learning so much and he's able to just and we're I'm editing podcasts and such and such and for different clients. And because there are like bigger shows and bigger audiences and bigger production, like I'm learning so much on how to edit and put on a show and all that stuff. So like, and he's been very flexible. Shout out to, I didn't think I was going to have this moment with you, Brad, but if you're listening, thank you because um, he, I mean, he's, he's still growing and I truly believe in him. And yeah, so, and he actually like, he, we already knew each other and he was looking for somebody and I was like, hey, and so end up coming on but it was part-time and but I was like but I'm learning a lot here like I'm more hands-on I'm more creative it's more project-based it's not like the stick up your ass corporate environment that I was in I will say like Broco therapy was really helping me pay my bills pay my rent and so and then I'm also having this job with Brad where I'm learning you know I'm upping my editing skills and also learning more about production and being more creative in in the in the industry, I guess. And I'm also doing vocal therapy. And I just realized like I'm okay, so time is very precious because okay, yes, I have this part-time job. And vocal therapy is helping pay my bills, but this part-time job is also helping me pay for other things. It's so crazy how much time I have on my hands to really try to like put back to what I really care about. And so once I started kind of putting back and having this extra time to put back in the show, my my show and my numbers started growing a lot. So I don't know where I'm going with this. It's hot. Sorry, y'all, this is boring. I know like I always talk about like dicks and shit. So this is probably like really vulnerable and I don't know how interesting this is, but like this is really what's been going on. This is all of the shit that I'm talking about has been on my mind for months. And you know, these past episodes that that I've been putting on like the past month, you know, and I have like three or four more coming out after this have all been episodes I recorded like in one week. <laughs> so that's about like 10 episodes I've recorded in one week. So I haven't been able to like sit down and give you guys, you know, um, an update. So this is like my update. Um, and this is all that's like, okay, you have my show, but this is all the shit that's like, running through my mind, you know, as this is happening. And so bear with me if it's really confusing. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm ADHD, bitch. I don't know how to structure shit. I, I'm just speaking as I'm thinking. So <laughs> it is what it is. Um, and also fuck people, honestly, because like I'm, I'm going to go back to the comments. Like I've had some comments being like, she just so fucking rude. She keeps interrupting. Like, okay, I'll be better at that. 
I always want to be better at that. But fuck you. This is a conversation. This is how podcasting works. This isn't a formal fucking interview. Like, this is a conversation. Fucking assholes. <sighs> okay. So, what was I saying? So, yeah. I decided to really kind of put in the time to make Broco Therapy my full-time job. It's still in the works. So, how does that make sense about why I moved in with my boyfriend? Well, first, it was time in our relationship. I was fucking sick and tired of doing long distance. Um, even though it's like we live five hours away, that shit is a bitch. And you miss each other and shit, and then you're on FaceTime the whole time. Like, it's annoying. Like, I just want to, like, have him next to me. So me and him were kind of, like, discussing, like, our future and, like, what that looks like. And, of course, it's not just the playing house type of conversations. It's, like, financial conversations. Like, if you're going to move in with someone, like, you have to openly talk about money. Talk about your credit score. Talk about your debt. Talk about how much you make. Talk about, like, who's paying for what bills. Like, however you want to split it. Because I know that's a controversial topic. Some people want all their bills paid and some people are in the 50 50 but i'm in the you know we're in a partnership so if you're gonna pay for something i'm gonna pay for something like it it is what it is we're gonna contribute in our own ways <laughs> that kind of like led to the conversation you know with my boyfriend and you know i'm talking to him about my change of heart on jobs and how i'm like done looking for other jobs and then i'm happy with the money and making broker therapy and also doing this part-time gig with Brad and that I'm not looking for this nine to five like job anymore. Like I'm just fucking done. And, but also like I want to live with him. So what, what, what does that mean? Is it LA? I don't want to do Atlanta. I think I should be closer into California. Like what's happening. And so we kind of came to the conclusion that, so I, I moved up to Oakland and which I honestly never thought I would do that. Like, I'm pretty sure on an episode before that I was like, I would never move to like the Bay, but I'm actually really fucking happy I did it. My boyfriend's going to hate me for saying this. And I feel like anyone who's like loves the Bay so much is going to hate me for saying this. But the Bay is just like an extension of L.A., you know, my boyfriend disagrees and thinks L.A. is an extension of the Bay. But in my perception of life, the Bay just feels like L.A., just like more north. You know what I mean? Like literally, that's what it is. And also more more diversity in in the Bay for sure. Like I love that I'm around like Filipino and black people. You know what I mean? Like that like makes me feel really comfortable. <laughs> and that like a lot of culture and music really is like starts in the Bay and a lot of LA people fucking take that shit. Like I will stand by that. We kind of copy the Bay sometimes. Like the Bay like has this swag about it, you know? So I love the Bay. I mean, I love LA more, but the Bay is really dope and I can really appreciate it for what it is. And also I like the weather here so much better. <laughs> like LA can get really hot in the Bay. Like I love that like, that it could get like cold, but not too cold, like the Midwest, you know? And it doesn't ever get like, well, it gets really hot, but not that hot. Not like LA. So we decided, okay, let me move there. And honestly, I'm just gonna be real, full disclosure. So we live in his house. So his grandparents own this house, but when they passed away, they hand it down to him. So we live in this house, just us two, and he's paying the bills. And 
thankfully, I don't have to pay rent or anything like that. And it's been really nice because now that... And it just all worked out perfectly because now that I'm at this time where I'm like, I really want to make this my full-time job. I can't go back to nine to five. I just can't, you know? Um, I'm at, I have this blessing that I don't have to worry about rent anymore because that was always my biggest worry was rent. And last year, you know, like I had a roommate that wasn't really paying. So that kind of created this anxiety of like, am I going to get evicted? Because this other person is not holding up their end of the stick. So that was really scary for me. And I just want to clarify that I'm not talking about Jess. She is the best roommate I've ever had. So it feels really nice to kind of escape that hustle. Especially like going through that and then getting fired. It was a lot. And then also had like all these weddings to go to. And I obviously wanted to go to all of them, you know. But that costs money. And it's just like... It was a lot for me financially and mentally. Um, so decided that coming, you know, coming here, you know, instead of like moving to Atlanta or him coming to L.A. like will be best because I wouldn't have to pay for bills. But obviously I'm contributing in other ways, like paying for food and, you know, paying for certain things and like saving money and all that stuff. So we have like our own little plan. But that is the main reason is because. Me coming up here means I have less bills to pay and more time to spend on brocal therapy. With that being said, I'm also currently working on a Patreon. Um, I want to create more content with you guys. Like I said, like I want to do more than just this podcast. I like I, I'm falling in love with like video editing because of my job, and like I really want to include like more behind the scenes stuff especially with videos on my patreon you know extra episodes maybe like some unedited versions too because sometimes like i edit some shit out <laughs> so there'll be some like even more explicit shit on there and i don't i just i literally have like almost two pages of a word doc of like ideas of what i want to do so it just really would just be more content i'm still figuring out the prices and all that stuff but obviously I'm trying to make it affordable and yeah stay tuned for that I'm literally in the works <laughs> I'm aiming for like June or July for that but of course I'll make another announcement and talk, keep talking about it with you guys but yeah that's what I have planned and like that's what like the update is like I'm you know all that was going on of trying to figure out what I want to do with my life and obviously making the sacrifice of leaving a city that I really love um to another city that I'm learning to love and now living with my boyfriend, which I'll talk about that because I feel like y'all are really here for that. Like you didn't want to hear the other stuff. You wanted to hear like, how's it like um, <laughs> moving in with a boyfriend? So this is the first time I've ever lived with a boyfriend. And <laughs> honestly, like it's been so much fun. Like I don't like I, I tweeted that and someone comment like responded back to me like, don't lie, girl. And I'm like, no, like I'm actually really enjoying it. Like it's um, I mean, <clears throat> obviously it's only been like three weeks, almost four weeks. Like it hasn't been that long. Um, and to be honest, like it really just feels like the same because we've been long distance. Um, when we would visit each other, like we would stay at each other's places for like 
a week or two or even longer, you know? I feel like we've kind of already figured out a flow and how it feels like to live with each other. So when I moved in, it just felt like it felt like home already. It didn't feel strange. Maybe if we like got a brand new apartment, it would have felt like that. But no, I mean, I've been here a million times. Like my, even my pets, like it wasn't even like a shock for them. Like they're so used to this place and they've been adjusting really well. And yeah, and I, I don't know. And like also for those with my asthma <coughs> and for those who follow me on Twitter, I also like mentioned how I was going on Bumble BFF to make friends. It was a lot of fun. There were so many people I wanted to be friends with, but like, ugh, I forget, yo, I forget how exhausting it is <laughs> to talk to people through it, like a dating app. Like I, it wasn't a dating app, but it is a dating app, you know, like it, even though it was just like being friends, it's like the same kind of like thing that happens. It's like, Hey, oh my God, cute dog. Or like, Oh my God, like, what do you do for like all these things? Like all this like small talk to get to like, see if there's a connection I feel bad because there are people that I really do want to like I think are super cool and I would kick it with but I just haven't had time <laughs> like you know when you move somewhere like there's you just there's you have to adjust and to be honest like yo I love Brian and like he's really neat and like organized and like clean and shit but like homeboy <laughs> does not have good taste in like interior so it's just like everything's clean though. Like I'll give him that because you sometimes go to a guy's house and there's just like not clean or they have like a mattress on the floor and the TV's on the floor and like no furniture and like a fork in the kitchen or something. Like they're just like so like they have nothing because they're just minimalist. <laughs> but like at least he had furniture and he kept his place really clean and nice. But it was just like the aesthetic. <laughs> like... Just, you know, like he has like, I feel like, okay, I feel like men, when they shop for their home or like the interior, like they, they shop, like for women, we kind of like think of like, okay, what matches, what vibe do, do we, do we want modern, mid-century modern, do we want farmhouse, glam, you know, like what, like retro, like what's our vibe? Like what's our color scheme? You know, we have like a Pinterest board and shit. Men shop depending on like their interest. <laughs> like on Brian's walls, there's like a Warriors, th like the, you know, basketball Warriors, the Raiders, and there's like Nipsey Hustle and like Tyler, the creator, and then Jay-Z Biggie, like literally all the music shit that he's into and like the sports that he's into. And then like t-shirts pinned to the wall. And then like, <laughs> he probably hears me talking mad shit in the other room. And then like, his favorite color is red. <laughs> so then he has like red curtains. And it's like, that's the thing. Like guys, like they choose from their interests. He's like, oh, my favorite color is red. Okay, I'll make the curtains red. Like, no, bitch. It's not how that works. Like, what? Like, they have to be, like, beige, you know? Like, make it more open space. <laughs> and he had, oh, my God. <gasps> he had this rug, okay, that was, like, loud, like, swirly red stripes. It was, like, red, black, and white. And I swear to God, it looked like a drug dealer's rug. <laughs> and I was like, this has got to go. He loved that rug. I feel like such an ass. 
but he knew i mean i told him that before i like moved in so like by the time i moved in he like took it out it's like thank god <laughs> so in conclusion it's going well <laughs> no it really is i mean you know I, again at least he keeps shit clean he's more organized than me but i'm obviously gonna be like the aesthetic we gotta change everything and so i've made like a whole google spreadsheet of like pictures and links of stuff that i want to buy and just make sure everything matches and like budgeting out certain shit so it's still in the works also i was thinking maybe i'll put that on patreon <laughs> like maybe i'll like kind of show you guys like because you know that that shit doesn't happen overnight so like maybe i'll show you guys the process hmm I don't know. Let me know. DM me if you guys think that's a good idea. And DM me if you don't think that's a good idea. Then I won't do it. I won't waste my time. And I'll give you something that you want. That's the thing. Also, let me know, like, if you do sign up for my Patreon, like, it would also give you an opportunity to tell me, like, what you guys want to hear, what you guys want to see. Like, I really want to just make it more of, like, an experience and just engage with you guys more. And I just like the idea of Patreon because it, like yeah y'all pay for it help me pay the bills and shit but <laughs> it like makes it more exclusive on like people who really fuck with me you know like on tiktok i could put some shit up and some fucking piece of shit motherfucker could comment and call me like a four and you know i have to see that so but on patreon it's like i get people who really fuck with me and i and i would value your guys opinion more than some random motherfucker on TikTok. And yeah. And so you guys could talk to me on there. Um, I'm trying to think of more updates. Okay. So as I'm editing, I realize, wait, no, there's like more updates I want to give. Like, I feel like I didn't really like dive into like the move and like how me and Brian are adjusting to like living together and everything also think that I'm like drunk now so I just like feel like more talkative and like want to party <laughs> I'm drunker than I was before um it is now 12 30 and I just I don't know I feel like I didn't really like talk about I just talked so much about like my career choices and I think that's really important to talk about because it's been such a huge thing in the shift of everything in my life so I, I it, it was important to talk about that but I don't know like I do want to share like the adjustment of now living with a boyfriend you know like it's honestly like only been a month so you know it's just the beginning of what's to come but it's been honestly like amazing so far it feels really comfortable like living with him and being with him like I think you know it's not one of those moments where we think it's supposed to be like this aha moment and it's like all like fun and games because we're playing house like it feels like real you know but and it feels like so right and like I have no doubt in my mind that I've made a good choice like this was the best choice to make to to come out here to Oakland and to live with him and to to be in a relationship with him um ew, I'm so cheesy <laughs> but I really like it was so weird like I, I you know so we drove my stuff up north to Oakland and ugh, all this is so cheesy so I really, like hate being so cheesy but we're here we are and so we drove separately 
um, just because we were equally bringing stuff up north. And he got to Oakland before me. And I remember he called me, like, saying that he got there and that, you know, just random stuff like, oh, make sure to park right here, make sure all this stuff, whatever. And so he's like, okay, bye, I love you. And I just got, like, butterflies. <laughs> You know, because it just like I think it hit me at that moment. Like, damn, like I'm like I'm living with a man. <laughs> I'm living with a man. Like that's crazy, and like not just any man. You know what I mean? Like someone I really see myself with, like forever. Um, ew, God, why am I tearing up? <laughs> but no, I I just I really do love him. Like he's through like this journey of the shit that I was going through with like my career and like my ADHD and like all this stuff. Like he's really been like such a great supporter of that. And I just want to like give him a shout out just of like how much he's really like helped me and support me to be in this place that I am now. And honestly, like, I know that I made all these choices and it's all on me and, it, you know, I give myself the credit, yada, yada. But I also want to, like, give him the some of that credit, too, because he's given, like, such great guidance. And even though he thinks I don't, like, listen to him, like, I do. <laughs> and it's just been, like, I don't know, it's been, like, amazing so far, honestly. Like, I, I sound so annoying when I say this, but I really do feel like... As time goes on, like, I'm falling, like, more and more in love. And uh, I don't like showing this side of myself to the world. It's embarrassing. But, no, every day I'm just, like, so happy to, like, you know, wake up next to him and, like, hang out with him all day. And, like, we both work from home, so we have, like, a room that we turn into, like, our office. And we, like you know, we'll work next to each other. And so like when something comes up with work or we just are having a day or we just want to talk like we're, he's right there. I don't know. It's been, it's been so much fun and I, and I, and I love it. Like, I think it's so healthy to the point where like, I feel like I forget to like put that on social media, even though it's like, I don't have to do that. Like we're, I'm living it with him, but because of what I do, it's kind of like people are like, "What's going on over there?" You know, but no, like it's been it's been amazing, and I'm I'm living like truly every moment, you know, present with him, and so no, this is so embarrassing. I think the Aquarius in me is like like we're, we're emotional, but sometimes we like don't like to show to the world. But like Brian would like tell you, like I am the corniest motherfucker when it's just me and him. It's like, it's like embarrassing. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that again, first month down. <laughs> we'll see how next month goes. Um but it, it's cool. Like it's cool to be in this adult relationship and I'm glad that like well, you know, looking back at my life, I'm glad that I made the decisions I made, you know, even if there were wrong ones and sad ones and hurtful ones, like I'm glad to be the place where I am now. And to be with Brian, you know, and to to have the people that do support me, to have the friends that are there and are real as fuck, you know, and like it's it's been a journey, but I'm so grateful and like 
yeah, like I'm so grateful for all of you guys um, for supporting me. Like when I tweeted about doing a solo pod, like and put it on my Instagram story, like I got so much love. Like so many people were just so like, you know, interested and like that makes me feel really good because <laughs> sometimes I'm like, I don't need to tell them. They don't, they don't care. And so to like hear that like y'all like, you're like, no, like what's going on? Like you generally care because it's like, not because you're nosy because there's no like, you know, juicy things happening. It's just like, because we're friends, you know? And so it's great to like have a connection, even if I don't like know every single one of you like individually, but I do feel like a bond and it feels good. And like your love doesn't ever go unnoticed. It is 1243. So I am cheesy tonight. Tell me if you guys want more of these. I don't know if this was too boring for you or next time I'll call people. I just didn't have my equipment tonight. So next time I'll definitely make some phone calls. Or if you just enjoyed this just like little solo episode of me in the middle of the night just crying about how much I love my boyfriend. Like that's fine too. Like I can do more of these. Whatever you want. Let me know. Let me know. And I'll do more. Okay. In the meantime, please follow me at Stephanie Megan or go to brokotherapy.com. You guys, I say this. The more ep- the more stories you send me the more content you I forgot what what do I say the more episodes you gonna get it's true I'm trying to work on making more content so please send me stories and even your phone numbers because I'm gonna start calling people again and yeah love you guys bye broke girl therapy broke girl therapy Hi, my name is Jenny Owen-Youngs. And I am Kristen Russo. And together, we run Buffering, a rewatch adventure, a family of podcasts moving through our favorite 90s genre television. If you're a fan of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, well, great news for you. Our very first podcast adventure took us through all seven seasons of the series. We covered it spoiler-free, episode by episode. For those of you who want to start the show for the first time, you can find that podcast pretty easily. It's called Buffering the Vampire Slayer. Inside that podcast, you'll also find an original song that pairs with each glorious episode of Buffy and original character jingles for so many of our Buffy favorites. Buffering has been praised in places like Time, Esquire, Paste Magazine, and the New York Times, and we've chatted with dozens of cast members, writers, directors, and fans along the way. Come hang out and rewatch some of your favorite television with us and a wonderful community of listeners. Learn more at BufferingCast.com or find us on socials at BufferingCast.